This is what it sounds like when I put you on hold because I'm fixing <laughs> your computer. Yeah. Right now. That's what you need. That's the new service we need to offer. The well, hold music service. This is our hold music. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, I made this. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but yeah, so when I'm when I'm installing Excel on your machine, right? Just vibe out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put you on hold for one second because you really, really need to hear this music. Yes, and this is a very important episode of our podcast. I want everyone to know. Josh Fetzer's I'm in the back. building. I'm back. <laughs> So I, I promised s- I'd be back. He promised, <laughs> and he kept his promise, which is more than Winning. we can say of most people. Well, I emulate <laughs> my life after Charlie Sheen in his days when he used to say, "Oh no, that's winning." Yep, <laughs> <laughs> winning. We're that winning is- in the office. I don't know what we're winning, but we're winning. Winning something. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, gentlemen? I'm doing great. It's pretty. It's pretty uh, bleak and abysmal from as far as the weather goes in Indianapolis today, and that's uh, a nice reminder of why I got the heck out of here. So, <laughs> I'm. Uh, I like that. I also, you know, you know, for listening to this for the first time, I moved to Florida about two months ago, something like that. Two yeah. months ago, I think August second. So that's what October fifteenth. So yay. the fall down there is absolutely gorgeous because you know what it is it's still summer (laughs) yeah i was gonna say you mean the one season it's been the one yeah endless summer so that's why i like it do the um do any of the trees turn in florida a little bit yeah i don't think i've ever been there in the fall so don't ask me about that orange palm trees i don't know um you've never been in the the fall is that what you just said no for context the listeners uh my basically my whole mother's side of the family lives very close to where he move to so i've been there a lot but uh i think yeah i've been there in the spring for spring break i've been there in the summer for summer stuff i've been there for christmas but i don't think i've ever made it there in the fall right yeah Yeah. because that's it's a dead it's usually kind of dead down there like it's like as far as the tourism goes uh the business it drops like in september october it picks back up like midway through december usually but it's the end it's like the peak of the hurricane season and rainy season so you can get like some pretty rainy days but we've we've been fortunate there's only been like the ones a tropical storm or whatever that was that went yeah. through um threw some bands at us over on the western gulf side was where we're at so like you know we had that but then it's been nice like really sunny really beautiful hell yeah you know, occasional spit of rain <laughs> yeah. so, you know i feel like you ever live somewhere or been somewhere where it just doesn't rain like california yeah, like it I've, sucks. It's it's not. Yeah, it's like repetitive. It's so repetitive that yeah. there's no break in it's anything. Like, nobody wants it to know. rain every day. I've never lived in it. So like for an extended period of time. I have um, a good friend out in L.A. that like he was talking about it. He's like, yeah, I miss like a rainy day. Like I don't want it to rain every day, but like right, it's kind of nice sometimes. Right. And like it's so dry. Same out there. with I have a friend out in Seattle that's like. All yeah. it does is rain. Right. My feelings are ending. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Weather. The natural anomalies. <laughs> Austin, how are you? I'm doing good. Um, slow morning. I think I, I'm trying to figure out if I'm allergic to my girlfriend's cat or not. Oh, Probably. that sucks. 
Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Cats are I, demons. They are. They are. They're they are little, demons. They're demons spawn. They just they just <laughs> sit there, look at you, and spawn of the devil. And like, then make you not be able to breathe and make your eyes hurt. No, like I can breathe. It's just my eyes hurt. And I'm like, okay, this is probably normal. Yeah. Possible. I mean possible. I can tell you that if I'm around a cat, my eyes swell shut. Oh, okay. Sucks. So then yeah. you're like allergic. allergic. I'm very you're, allergic you're very, to cats. Yeah, yeah, I like it. it. Doesn't bug me, but she will like the cat will like climb up on the table when I'm doing tickets or something, right. and it will like rub its tail in my eyes, like actually <laughs> in my eyes. I'm like, maybe That's I'm not allergic. Awesome. I could just be like, it could just be tail in my eyeballs. I think most people are allergic to pet dander to some extent. Yeah, I'm pretty sure about that. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure that with exposure over time, it goes down. Right. But, yeah. Like, because my dad was like mad allergic to dogs and cats, and like we tried to take like a stray dog in, and my dad was like, "No, absolutely not." And we we're like, <laughs> "But we want it." And then that's all it took. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. Oh my god. And then after a while, he wasn't allergic. That's interesting. He wasn't allergic anymore. Oh, okay. So now anyone talks about allergies, That's I'm good. just kind of like, get over it. Right. I feel like an asshole, but it's just, like, there's like, kind of a bit of truth. It. Go swim in right. the dander for there a while. There is, unless you're talking about like ragweed and pollen, because you, well, right. yeah. you can't, you can't get, get over that. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's get my over problem. It. That's just hell yeah. on earth. Yeah. That's terrible. <laughs> I, I thought that was over, and then these last couple of days, oh, I no. just was feeling takes, like ass, and so yeah. I took my nasal spray today, and I feel yeah. perfectly fine. Yeah. I, I thought you meant you take, like allergies were over. No. Yeah, they're canceled. <laughs> right. No, the pollen in Indiana is real strong in the in the rag, like the rag rag weed got really so bad. So bad. And we, that's, that's like August to basically the first couple freezes. Yep. Usually when it freezes a few times, it kind of makes that pollen drop enough. Yep. I don't think it kills the plants, but it makes them or makes them go into hibernation yet, but it definitely, you know, keeps the pollen from floating around everywhere. That's how when I was a kid, my pediatrician used to tell me I was going to be on allergy medicine from the first day of school to the first frost. Right. And so that's how it's like built yep. into my brain. It's like, yep. okay, once it gets cold enough, yep. I'll be able to breathe. And that's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I lived with that too. Um I have I don't have those problems down south though. We like have, have ragweed growing on the side of our house, we found, oh, but nice. we've gotten rid of it since. That's good. But I've realized that one day. I was like, why is it that when we have the back door open, I feel like <laughs> I'm, I'm dying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's growing this on is, my house. There's that shit over there. It's growing. <laughs> we got to do something about that. You know, like it's stupid. No, I know what you mean. Um, yeah, that's part of the, That's the other reason why I just, you know, got sick of living with so many allergies yep. here. It's so bad. Totally understandable. It sucks. I, I give Josh a lot don't. of flack for Florida because I, I don't hates, like Florida. But <laughs> I will say Daniel I totally it. understand that there are a lot of things about one. I'm not like capping for Indiana. I, f I fucking hate Indiana too. <laughs> don't don't yeah. get it wrong, but we love having a business smack dab in the middle of it, don't we? <laughs> it's funny because that's not why I don't like it. I actually like the people here a lot compared yeah, people, comparatively people to where I go. It's yeah. it's simply some of the environment things and like yeah yeah, like, yeah it's weather. It's six months of gray for me anyway, and it's you know yep. it's stuff like that. So I do understand Allergies. how. I can definitely see, like, for someone like you and just the yeah, things I know about your preferences, like, yeah, it just fits the way you want to live your yeah. life exponentially better. Right. Well, I'd rather be on a boat. You know, yep. like, that's yep. kind of my... You going to get a boat? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're working on it. It's yeah. it's not something that's going to happen anytime, like, quickly, uh -huh. but it's going to be... It'll happen. Yeah. Um, I'd like to... I'd like to be able to... So, like, we're on the, the western gulf, like I said a minute ago. Yep. I would like to be able to take 
you know, it out and discover and explore how far we could go. Yep. So, like, does that mean we can go down to Key West, you know, from Sarasota kind of thing, yep. like Sarasota Bay, drop it in there? Do we need to go more south? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, because I think, I think it's like an eight-hour boat ride from Fort Myers, I think, to Key West. So, that I'm not sure so how... Cool. I'm not sure how it all works, but I know the intercoastal waterways, mm-hmm. like you can take that all the way from like Texas where it meets Mexico all the way up and around Florida and up to Boston, I think, yep. or Maine. I'm not sure where it ends, but it's a big, big, you know, yeah. long journey and people do it all the time. Yeah, my brother does it like it's all cool. the time. I think it's awesome. And I'd love to be able to like have a big enough boat. Not, I'm not talking about getting like millions of dollars of boat in boating here, but something big enough so you could you know spend a night on it yeah you know dock it do your thing and then like get over to the eastern side of florida where i'm going with this and then take the three four hour boat ride out to bimini in the bahamas yep which would be really really cool yeah wow so that would be something like it's a kind of one of those goals but we also have a six-year-old so it's like you know i don't know when the heck we're gonna do this so (laughs) but you know dreams hopes and dreams no i uh even though it's probably never going to happen because I don't think I'll ever live somewhere where I could have a boat, I really want a boat. Right. Because <laughs> I love yeah. boats. I love um, boats. I would, I would love to spend just keep my... keep a slip on Geist or whatever. Yeah. You know, if, like... I, if I do stay here, if, it, if I end up in Indiana, yeah. I probably will go to either Morse or Geist mm-hmm. just because I do like that. The ability to go hang out on it's the nice. water is something I really like. Yep. Um, but like, it's, there's not a lot of boating opportunities out in Colorado. <laughs> it's, uh, are there not many lakes i have no idea i've never really there are some but the lake property in colorado is like stupid expensive is it really like obnoxious that place is getting to the point where by the time i could, i would even be able to get to colorado i probably won't be able to afford to live in colorado because gotcha. it's already getting just obscenely expensive to live yeah. there is that that's where my running yep i have a friend that I don't know if she'd be happy if I had mentioned her name. I'm just going to do it anyway. MJ, she um, is from Denver area, okay. basically Colorado. And she's, that's her thing too. She doesn't know. She would like to go back someday. Yep. Um, but, you know, is what she's expressed in the past. But same thing. She's like, I don't know if I can. Yeah. It's just gotten so astronomically expensive yep. to buy property out there. You know, with all the influx, I think the exodus of California yep. influx to Colorado. Well, they're going to Nuts. Austin, Texas, because yeah, Joe true. Rogan right, right. and um, Elon Musk are going to yeah. Austin. So then there's they're a getting big out of California. Yeah, everyone's leaving California. That's mm-hmm. one thing I want everyone to know because I know a lot of people that that listen to this because they know me and they went to Ball State and they <laughs> want to do audio stuff and all that bullshit. Dope. Listen to me. Don't go to California. Yeah, You're full of shit. You're going to go there. <laughs> nothing's going to happen. You're going to get it's... hooked on cocaine, and then you're going to end up back in Indiana. <laughs> go to Atlanta, Georgia. That's where all the media is going. That's where all the production companies are moving. Go oh, really? there. You will get a better job. You will get paid more. You will be able to afford more. Right. How's Austin for that? Meh. For the, for the produ- like sound quality production and stuff like that? So Studio? Austin, think better than here. Right. Not but a media not... city. It's not a media city. You're okay. not getting it's a, films it's, aren't getting filmed in Austin mm-hmm. like they are in Atlanta. Right, right. Full albums are not getting mixed, mastered, recorded. Like I'm sure it's happening, but it's not right. in the same level where like the top the top everyone in the top one hundred probably went to New York at some point for the recording process. Like I don't think any of them hit Austin probably. Yeah. Right. Um the other thing about Why do you Austin, ask? I sorry. There was a there was a podcast I listened to. 
like with a group uh, from Austin, Texas. I forget what they said about it. It's like the blank capital. Okay. Um, it's it's a tech. I know it's a big tech community. Yeah, maybe now. that's what like I'm it's, thinking. It's, it's a, got a lot of a lot of really good tech companies down there. Well, think so. I have a, I had a conception about Texas before knowing mm-hmm. about Austin, where I was sure. just like, I'm never entering the state of Texas. <laughs> Texas is not my slice. All cowboys and um, yeah, you know, not my if, if any pastures. I, I'm wearing a Mario Brothers. Um, yeah. jacket right now. I don't fit in with like people that shoot guns. I'm right. scared of them. I shoot so, guns. Okay, but yeah, but you don't like bring them into Walmart. <laughs> no, well, not that you know of. Fair. <laughs> um, I don't. Number one, I don't go to Walmart usually. So. Yeah, fair. Come on, Target. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, because there's yeah. a Target. I'm there. a suburban kid from oh. Indianapolis. Like, let's get real here. <laughs> um, but when I learned Austin's kind of cool. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's like there's a bunch of tech, there's a bunch of music, but it's not super like Southern. Like it is cause it's in Texas, but it's not yeah. as Southern like, can be cool though. Like Atlanta's Southern, like all mm-hmm. the, all the places we're describing extremely For sure. Southern. Like my only problem with them is when you leave the areas that are cool, mm-hmm. it becomes what I am not into. Right. Without, I'm not going to get into that. I don't want to upset anyone. I love you all. Right. We love everybody, but we all have our preferences. I, That's fine. Like, because we, we talk about that. Doesn't I love, cause like, I love Atlanta. I was born in Atlanta. I love this. The city of Atlanta is great. I yeah. would, I would theoretically live there to work because I sure. think it's cool. Yeah. But once you leave Atlanta, it's a bunch of people that think very differently than me. Okay. And I already experienced that here. Yeah, but to a lesser everywhere. degree, because Indiana is a pretty, it's pretty, pretty rural. It's, it's rural, rural, but it's also pretty moderate. People are pretty yeah chill yeah. about like what they do. Like when you get into some of those, like when you get into like Savannah, Georgia, and you start getting into some of those Georgian cities, like they're not they're not calm about it, mm. and it's very like charged. And I don't want to be anywhere charged because I think sure. that's something that I take for granted here is that like. World War Three could happen, and like I could still live here, and it would be like normal, like fairly. Yeah, life I mean, doesn't it, change here very often. Yeah, which um, is the beauty of it for and sure. I, that's something that would freak me out about is like living in a southern state. Is like okay, what if something did happen, and now the response is going to be from people that I fundamentally disagree with? Like that's something I think about a oh, lot yeah, about yeah, where yeah. I'm going to move. Is like, like I already have issues sometimes with. Uh, What's his name? What's our mayor's name? Our and mayor, Holcomb. governor, that guy, Holcomb. Holcomb, governor. Yeah, I always forget his name. Yeah, um, <laughs> I was like, whose I, don't know, name? I don't know why I knew what he was talking about. I I actually like a lot of things about him, but like, yeah, I already have a thing where it feels weird that I don't like agree with like the dude like running my state. Like it's already weird. It's a weird. I'm not like an angry feeling. I'm not one of those people. It's like raw. I'm just, mad. That's but, just part of. Well, you know what? What are we as in America? It's not really a democracy. It's really an elected a, representative. Yeah, it's like whatever, a republic. Republic, you know, yeah. whatever. That's just part of it, though. You're never going to be 100 percent sure. in line. That's not what I'm trying to get at, though. Oh. I don't want to be 100 percent in line, but like the degree of off is okay. less in Indiana. I when okay. when he talks, there are sometimes that I literally agree with him, or yeah. I'm like, "Hey, man, your sound." Or even when I don't agree, I don't hear someone that I think doesn't care about people or like right. you know what i mean sometimes when i hear 
some stuff out of other states. I'm not going to name a state because I don't want to upset the world. But like, <laughs> I, I like fundamentally get name the state. I don't okay, care. Like Mitch McConnell. Like I can't stand that dude because oh, when I hear Kentucky? He's when a I senator, yeah, though. But he's not running a state. I know what you mean. When I hear people from the state that I'm in, or that I would might think about, talk in a way where I feel like they don't value people. Right. That's a, and I'm not I'm not even on a policy level. Like on a like just the way you hear people talk. Sometimes you can just hear like, do you have people's interest in heart? I understand. And I do. So like, just the tone. Like I don't know. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. the tone I'm of the way you. my state talks about things is really important to me because like sometimes it just doesn't seem sincere or genuine yep. the way it's coming across. Yeah, and, and that goes that. the same way. I want to say this just to balance <clears throat> it a little bit. Yeah. I feel the exact same way about California and like the super liberal movements. Like it's not yeah. just a Mitch McConnell thing. I feel the same way about some of those Ga guys. Gavin Newsom. Yeah, like they're, <laughs> they're they're all. I don't get this vibe that they really are looking out for like people. I think yeah. they're looking out for interests, and that's cool. You know, that's the game. Right. I mean, I ain't falling the game, but it <laughs> is something that I it's something I, I think about. <laughs> you know, politics are are a different animal. Um, I don't want to really go down that road too much, but yeah, I, I know what you mean. It. It just, you live, that's kind of the thing that I think, um, you know, there's, I've thought a lot about that, about how if you're on one side of the fence or the other and there's so somebody gets elected you don't really like and all of a sudden they're making changes to the place you love and or you grew up there, <clears throat> pardon me, or you, you know, you were, um, you moved there, yeah. like in my case, and you love it, but maybe their policies are or in your opinion, going to ruin the area. And it's like, you know, it's really hard to to embrace some of that and stay mm -hmm. the course for a lot of people. Because there's, I think now with the, uh, I'm going to get into a couple of real deep issues here, but like work from home. Mm -hmm. Now that's kind of a proven model or yep. method from you know, most of the big companies anyway. I wouldn't say necessarily for every small business, but like, or medium business, um, but for the big companies, a lot of those departments can definitely not go in the office every day. That's pretty much a given now. Um, I would say that those, you know, those options and that enablement have allowed people to disperse throughout different to different parts of the country where they wouldn't normally before. Yep. Now, do people are people moving in mass droves? I don't think that's the case. I think it's probably an uptick. You know, if you had to measure in some way, and I For don't sure. have a measurement tool at my disposal to look at, but I would think, you know, speculating here, but I would think that it's definitely an uptick and it's definitely because I'm seeing it in Florida. Yep. Like we're seeing Florida was always notorious for that, right? Like 950 people moving in there to the state a day or some crazy. Now, I don't remember how many, but yep. maybe that's not even the state. Maybe that was just one of the counties, but because um, I thought it was actually higher than that for the state is, is my point there. But regardless, there's just you know a lot of people moving there but i've i've heard the stories locally where people are oh yeah i'm from indiana too like we just met some some people that also moved from indiana carmel <laughs> just yep. like us to um the same area lakewood ranch and they're just like yeah i mean we can go wherever so we're gonna follow this dream and it was because of the work from home happened yep. and i've heard that story probably 10 times in the last month yeah. You know, where people have just relocated, which is, is really amazing, honestly. Yeah. I think that's super cool. Um, it'd be wonderful if, you know, 
the entire planet could get along enough so people could just travel wherever they wanted (laughs) or move or not just travel, but move wherever they wanted. But that's kind of a pipe dream. Yeah. Um, (laughs) In my opinion. Um, It's a good thing to strive for. Right. It is. I mean, you know, you know, you and I have had conversations about like you move into Europe, you know, just as a random thought. And it's like, yeah, why, why not? Yeah. It's cool to think that like, you know, um, it's really, it's just so cool that like, we're definitely I'm, I would not want to move there right now because there's so no. much going on here that like it would it would make zero sense but like the idea that there could be a day where like we've got this running to a certain level and then like yeah like you could theoretically be here for three months here for three right. months I love the idea of picking where I like each season the best yeah. and spending my time yeah. in the place where I like each season the best. That's that's literally been going on for the past, you know, like snowbirds are doing that, yep. right? That's they're just picking two places instead of four in your in your example there, yep. but that's that's a totally doable thing. I think as as things become more democratized and of course COVID slowed that all down right now and all the news, all the business talk that I keep reading on LinkedIn or wherever I get it is just like who cares? Like it's like they're focused I'm sorry. I'm saying who cares. I, meaning, I think they're wrong. Yeah. Like I think they're being completely overly sensitive to this thing about like how like Disney came out and said they're focusing everything now on their streaming service instead of their parks. Well, okay, fine, but Disney's going to shut down their parks. Yeah. Like just because, and it they showed a graph where like I think it was 2019 this time of the year Q3, the report was like six billion dollars in revenue or something like that which is insane and this year it's one billion so i mean it's a dramatic drop but mm-hmm. it's a coronavirus what you know like yeah. people shut everything down i have my own opinions on that which i don't i don't know maybe we'll talk about that maybe we won't but disney you know doing that it you know and all these doomsday like headline clickbaity type articles that float around on all these business sites i'm just like will you guys stop yeah it's hard cut that out like it's not that deep dude it will rebound we'll be fine it makes the average person freak out everyone freaks out because of it. i know the verbiage and and it's like I, i don't understand i just don't understand the logic that people i i do and i don't it's it's just literally for advertising (laughs) <laughs> that's what it is you know like that's all it is it's um it's clicks it's views it's engagement it's uh what's that that amount of time is engagement the time you spend looking at something yes. okay that's what i was well it's also measurements and 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 this is pure speculation because the the hardest thing about it is you can't know you can't know like no. what the real motive is but it's like theoretically if i was disney and mm-hmm. i saw that i lost five billion in parks and I yeah. made twelve in streaming because everyone's Which, home. Right. Which I of might, course you're gonna do. I might be enticed now, Disney who owns news media outlets, to propagate that we should stay right. home so I can point. make more money. <laughs> and I think right. that a lot of people get it in their head. A lot of the conspiratorial people, which I'm one of them, not to like a super big extent where I'm like, right. I got the tinfoil hat, but like I'm willing to look at things. And I think people get this idea that like, oh, the government wants me to stay home. The government doesn't want me to. I don't know if that. I don't think the government benefits as much as there no, are they, select. They don't benefit at all. There well, are select very big corporations that really are benefiting from you being at home. Yeah, it's killing their competitors. Oh yeah, it's absolutely. Like so, it's it's interesting. People are spending their money trying to make their homes more livable and yep. enjoyable and self-sustainable kind of thing if that's an actual word or phrase 
Um, but you know, you get the idea, like everybody's been doing that now for this whole 2020 basically. And it's like, and no one's, there's a lot of doomsday. I think this thing is completely overblown is my opinion. Um, 99.99% survival rate and us shutting everything down over that is a little ridiculous. If you ask me, but that's my opinion. Um, so to me, it's like people are doing this, they're reacting and overreacting to this thing and building these, all this crap at their house. <laughs> and it's like, if we open everything back up, what's going to happen then, <laughs> you know, yep. like, what, yep. you know, are they going to keep using that? Or is it, is it going to be like the days that I remember growing up where it's like, yeah, you put a fence in a chain link fence, but you never like thought to like whatever seal it or spray it or something when it starts getting rusty. So it yep. turns into this nasty eyesore and like nobody maintains any of this yep. crap or playground equipment's another great example of that. And it's like, you know, I don't know. Think, I don't know what's going to happen. But Think about the amount of home-grade tech bot <laughs> that is going to be so neglected, non-updated, security Whatever. flaws. Yeah, that's and that's the home-grade stuff. You know, we our mission here is to not focus on that residential market. But we, you know, yeah. I mean, it is a big security risk for sure. Cybersecurity on that? Forget it. Those things are not going to get patched or updated unless, you know, the manufacturers do it. And yep. You know all that third-party crap, especially. I'm not not the Amazons or Apples of the world. I think they're, you know, they they try at yep. least, right? But the third-party ones, not that they're perfect, but the third-party ones, they don't even try. No, <laughs> they don't even care. No, it's the <laughs> it's last like, thing they're th- thinking about. And that's why part of the reason, folks, why you buy if you buy a brand name or you buy like a good quality product, that's what you get with it now. Mm-hmm is the updates and patching usually comes with that yep. price, usually with your subscription yep. or whatever you're doing. And that's, that's important. You want that because it keeps you more protected, even though you don't realize it. You know, yeah. you might not see it, but, you know, it gets into another thing, which I'll just go ahead and just take a hard right turn and just talk about tech on that. If you're going to have all the smart device crap in your home, the best thing for security thing, and I follow... Um, Leo Laporte and the Twit TV Twit yep. dot I think it's Twit dot TV yeah Twit dot TV T W I T dot TV um, they have some great uh, netcast podcasts videocasts etc. One of them Security Now with uh, Steve Gibson and Steve Gibson um, years ago coined the um, three router I think it was two routers initially but now I think it's become three um, and I used to do this in my home before we moved. Um, once our house is built, I'll re- recreate this this whole thing because um, our setup's really basic now. I don't really have any smart devices using anything um, that I don't, you know, control on a daily basis. So what he did is he said use three routers essentially, and so you have your router that comes in from the internet, and then you have two behind that yep. that don't talk to each other really. And you put all your IoT, this, which is Internet of Things, which for people who don't know, it's smart devices, smart TVs, smart toasters, smart refrigerators, yada, yada, yada. You put those on one, behind one router using its Wi-Fi or hardline connections, Ethernet connections. And then you use the other router behind that for your computing and ser- if you run servers or storage or whatever you're running. And you keep all that separate. So there's firewalls between the two, and even if there is an attack or some sort of um, man, like man in the middle attack or some sort of data breach or something that one of those devices got hacked and it's trying to siphon like all your data that you're using on your network, it's not seeing what's going on with your PCs and stuff yep. because everything that goes outside of the router, it's routers are kind of one-way valves. When you're behind them, 
you're, you can get out, but things can't come in without explicit permission from mm-hmm. devices behind it. So it's going to block everything that tries to get in is a theory. Now, yep. some routers don't behave that way. So you got to watch that too, which that's kind of a different conversation, but you know, buy decent stuff. We, we like in our office, we use ubiquity products a lot and not to, and we don't get paid to say that. So mm-hmm. <laughs> just so everybody knows, like we just like them. Um, so I use that pretty much exclusively at home. So yeah, I mean, worth it from my experience, the cost. it's the best. Oh yeah. It's the, for sure. The most user friendly. Yeah, of the pro of the pro models, and, and I would encourage anybody listening to this to just say like you, you know if you do go down the rabbit hole of ubiquity, understand that it's not really designed for people that aren't very tech savvy. Yeah, it's designed for the the pro consumer, the the business, yep. the commercial enterprise grade in some cases. Um, but they have an amplify line. Yep, that's what I was about to which say. Which is yeah, which is ba- built for residences. Yeah. And even Simple. if you want to go, like, let's say for my people out there that run like a really small business at home, like not yeah. like, you know, you don't have employees or anything, but you're just at home. You have sense of, sen- like, eh, sensitive <laughs> data on your computer. Maybe you got your fresh books yep. in here and you don't want people getting it. Yep. You can get some like on their pro level, you can get something called like a UDM, which is a unified dream machine, yeah. which is like a very condensed version of three of their products. So it's a yeah. uh, it's a gateway, a switch and a router all in all one, one. All Wi-Fi, in one. Wi-Fi too, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And um, and an access point. So, yeah, it, that is a good way to get good if you're if you're a little bit more advanced and you want to protect your environment you'll get a little bit yep. more granular approach to like you can go through and allow some things and make right. sure configure it the way you want right there's a really good library of data on how to do stuff with it is the other right. thing like because i we used to have a bunch of cisco stuff in my parents house sure yeah and yeah it's great oh it's, it's great like cisco's i'll, great. I'll never say great that products yeah it's a bitch to learn yeah it's terrible like, that's the problem with it and it, it but it was intended that way, mm-hmm. right? Like of it course. wasn't. It wasn't intended to be easy. It was intended for your internet service providers, your network operations centers, data centers, whatever. Like big, big stuff is what Cisco's for. It's yep. not really for the small, small guy. So, but Unify, that's what is really built around. I would say um, Unify and their uh, the Air Max line for Ubiquity's products is really built, you know, for pretty much small, medium. And you can get in a large enterprise scale too. It scales up pretty quick, pretty easily. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, which is why it's such a disruptor. So, and you can control the heck out of it. So, which we do on a daily basis. Did you know minute you, by minute, hour by hour. Do you know Ubiquity was made by an Apple engineer? I did. Yeah. He used yes. to work on their uh, their airport and yeah. all that kind of stuff, and then he yeah. went out. Look and what did. happened to that airport. And <laughs> like it dry, it died after he left, didn't it? <laughs> but you know what's all? You know what's also crazy? Look at Unified products. They look like Apple products. Uh huh. They sure do. <laughs> it's all a bunch of it's a white, white machined aluminum. Clean, machined aluminum. Yeah. It's the yeah. classic Apple approach. Yep. Give it a glowing. Oh, that's right. The silver. Yeah. Yep. That's, it, yeah. Okay. It's almost like it's almost like it's made for it. Yeah. It's like it's crazy. Their software too is kind of crazy. Like it's the first. Like you're right. It is like the the higher up there. Like right. you kind of have to be more savvy, but it's still user friendly. Like. Oh yeah, totally. I, like it was pretty like I'm pretty lower informed on this kind of network based stuff, but it's sure. still yeah. I can still digest what I'm looking at. Uh-huh. And I think that's really cool. Like right. it's it's teaching me a lot literally just yep. using the product. Yep. Like 
and that's the whole point. Once yeah. you start diving in, you you don't go back. You just keep you keep getting yep. sucked into the rabbit hole. Can <laughs> confirm. Just look up the OSI model. You know, like <laughs> just start there. Yep. <laughs> um, that's funny. Did um did anyone catch the Apple event? No, I didn't. I, I have to admit, I wanted to catch it, but I knew I'd get a recap. Yep. <laughs> I'm from, going to, from you. I'm going to. I'm going to. Everyone gather Let's go. around. It's What's time the recap? for the Apple powwow. All right. So. Buckle in. On October 13th, Apple decided that they were going to hold their newest iPhone event where they unveiled the iPhone 12, the iPhone 12 mini, the iPhone 12 Pro, and the iPhone 12 Pro Max. Yes, that is in fact four different iPhone models unveiled in one day. They also announced the um Apple HomePod Mini and some different environmental things going on with the company. Um, I'll start with that because it's probably the least wow. Um, but as of as of that day, Apple is 100% carbon neutral in their retail stores, their offices, and one other place that I can't remember, which is pretty impressive. They, yeah. they do not have a footprint. By 2030, Apple says that their 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 supply chain as well will be 100% oh, yeah. carbon yeah. neutral, which is nuts. But what that it is nuts. That's cool. What that leads into, though, is what that came into the announcement that with the new phones, you will no longer be receiving headphones or a power adapter in the box, because okay. that's one of the ways that they're cutting down on it. You'll receive a USB C to Lightning cable. Um, yeah, you know, I, a lot of people are going to be mad about that. Well, so okay, mad. so <laughs> that's not going to go. If well. they would have put a USB A to Lightning, I don't, I don't think it would have been as big of a deal. But you're giving people a cable that they literally don't have something that they can plug it into. Right. Like most people don't have that yet. So it's like, I don't get it, but whatever. They're, they're trying to make an impact. So, you know what? If you're buying a $1,200 phone, you can buy a $20 wall thing. I think it's, it's that's yeah. not the end of the world. Yeah. Um, whatever. You're already paying the Apple tax. But as far as the phones <laughs> go, so if we remember last year, I believe you have, yeah, me and Josh have the 11 Pro right, right now. Um, last year when they announced the 11 it. and 11 Pro, the 11 didn't really make any sense. It had a oh, really? it had an LCD screen okay. versus the 11 Pro's OLED. The o, the uh, OLED okay. had about twice the amount of pixels. That's right. I forgot it about that. It just did and it had the three cameras and it, it just overall was a better machined phone and it was just it didn't make a whole lot of sense because the 11 wasn't that much cheaper. I was going to say what was the price difference? Okay. All right. Um this year around they they're keeping the idea of uh, like the iPhone 12 and the iPhone 12 Pro. And mm -hmm. the only difference is you get that third camera on the Pro. You get a LiDAR camera, which is light um, detection. Yeah, and yeah. so what that is, for people that don't know, is there's a, there's a sensor that shoots out light, and it maps. So it says, hey, there's an object this far away that reflected light back this fast. So it's okay. a way to map um, a room in augmented reality, essentially. But what it also allows is with a camera, if these lights were off, I can focus on you and the camera because it's physically mapping you as a person and then focusing on that map instead of focusing on the image that the sensor is seeing. Oh, okay. Which That's is cool. I know that sounds like nothing to a lot of people, but that is a that is crazy. Yeah, it's that is nuts. nuts. The other thing that it added was the the iPhone 12 Pro can shoot video in Adobe Vision. Which is really yeah. So that is, that is where each frame there's processing on each frame while you're recording, where the software professionally color grades each frame. That's so by insane. the end, when you're done recording, you have a color graded video. That's something that eight thousand dollar cameras struggle with sometimes. Wow, really? So what hmm. they did this year is they actually differentiated the pro from the non-pro. The pro is meant for pro people. Most people should buy the twelve. 
Okay. So it makes exponentially more sense to buy the 12 from like 99% of people. Interesting. Um, the other thing that the, the, the other big change that I think is a big change, but a lot of people don't care is between the two is the, the, the 12 has an aluminum band around the phone. Yeah. Um, and that's what the Why set, that, the seven though? had, that's just what they do for their less pop, their less powerful phones. Okay. But the, the 12 pro, the 11 pro, they all have this stainless steel band. Okay. Which gives the phone heft. It feels really nice. Right. Um, so the the 12 Pro will retain an aluminum band, and the 12 will retain the um, the aluminum. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, stainless steel to aluminum. Um, there's new colors. Yeah, so, so I'm looking at the site now. Yeah, I um, see that. The new blue iPhone 12 Pro is quite honestly one of the most beautiful machines I've ever seen. <laughs> um, and that leads you into the design. They adopted the new iPad Pro design. So that oh, okay. has the beveled edges like the iPhone 4, okay. but the screen of the iPhone X and the t- okay. 11, which I think looks amazing. Yeah. Um, I, I, I dig that. I always loved the iPhone 4. I such love, a good design. love that thing. Such a good design. I wish I still had. I was looking for, I had I had one, the one that I, you know, was the first one I had or whatever, and I can't find it. <laughs> I don't know what I do with it, <laughs> but all my stuff's still packed away. iPhone um, four was my first iPhone. Yeah, yeah. My I had the original. I had like the three that or whatever it was called, the first one. Yeah, the three G. Three G. Yeah, it was like ugh. looking back on it. I mean, it was cool at the time. Like back in, gosh, what would that have been? Two thousand seven, nine or no? I had it no. like nine. Yeah, is when I got it. Because at the time I had a, before that I had a BlackBerry and I started getting. The BlackBerry thumb, you guys know what that is? Like yep. when your thumbs start to get tension from the push down on that because oh. your thumbs really aren't meant for tight, like punching a bunch of numbers like that. And I was getting bad, like tendons were getting killed. And I was doing all these stretches and all this crap. And then uh, trying to, you know, keep a, keep myself from getting carpal tunnel or arthritis. At, like I think I was like 30, 31 or two at the time or whatever. And then I switched to an iPhone because you didn't have that issue anymore and it all just went away and I've never had a problem since. So that's why I've always yep. like kind of stuck with, you know, not having buttons on a phone. But of course, then the whole world did that <laughs> as well. So, yep. <laughs> you know, now it's, it's there. I'll never go back to a button phone though. For this that reason. It's po- popped in my head. The, you know how that new iPad had the fingerprint scanner on the button? Yes. Yeah. And d- does the 12 have that? No. And it's a full screen. This is well, fa- no, on face the, ID, on right? The, on the the new iPad on the home oh, on, on the, the power side? button has oh, pa- I, has Touch ID, oh, no which kidding? was something that a lot of people wanted. That's um, cool. I didn't know it had that. They did not add that. So that'll get me into after I talk about one more feature. Hold on one second. I'm buying Supreme right now, and anyone who's listening knows what that is. It Supreme. Just dropped, they just dropped some cool stuff. I'm gonna cop it real quick. <laughs> just give me one second. Just you need to get you need to get your affiliate affiliate link set up and post them <laughs> in the podcast notes we need to do that we need to actually have some some payday on it all right know. we have processed the payment all right um they added the only other thing that i want to talk about before we move on to the things i'm mad about is they added magsafe to the phone oh yeah that's oh really so the back of the phone you know how the apple watch oh, yeah, charges yeah, yeah. where it clips onto the back yeah they're making a charger now that just slaps onto the back of the phone and charges it just as fast. Why don't you like that? No, I love that. Oh, okay. And that's just I the next new saying, feature. I no, was that, like, that's awesome. That's, that's the coolest cool. thing ever. Yeah, that's it, great. It, so the one reason why I didn't like wireless charging was I want to be able to stick. pick up my phone 
and still have it be charging. Oh, so I see. with this thing, because it's that little knob, right. you can set it down on it, but you could also have it in your hand and have right. it still charge and use the phone. Right. Which is like, that's what everyone, that's all we wanted was to be able to set it down and pick it up. Right. And it still works no matter what. Yeah. Um, and it, and it is going to work for other chargers as well. It has a, the way the magnet works is it will auto center itself to a coil. Okay. So any, any normal wireless charger, if you set down an iPhone 12 or 12 pro, it'll boop right to the center of it. That's cool. And get the best, strongest Signal, uh, magnetism. Yeah, that- because that was the issue I had with it. Because I had those, you know, I have these little bets are out, like yep. the the discs that are wireless chargers that sat. I had that on my nightstand for about two days, <laughs> because you know I was I would set my phone on it and start charging, do its thing, and somehow in the night would slide off or something, yep. and it was really annoying. I was like, how this is level, yep. and yet it's still moving from whatever for what it, like somebody bumped it walking probably this the vibration near the the nightstand whatever and i'm like i would wake up and the phone wouldn't be charged and it would really make me mad because <laughs> yep. i needed i need full juice when i'm going you know so i I'd stopped go. using wireless charging too yeah too stupid. many times i woke up my phone wasn't charged and i was yeah. like this is dumb yeah i'd much rather with, just plug it in yeah but with this that solves that problem yep so that's pretty awesome that's pretty cool that, that's some good engineering all right, on to the not so good and maybe unknown things. So there's a couple oh, okay. things that I'm not willing to speak on 100% because I haven't seen it, but I don't think it's going to be great. <laughs> they didn't add ProMotion to the iPhone, what which that I'm mean? very upset about. On the iPad, they have ProMotion screens, which is a 120 hertz screen. Oh. And it looks um, fucking fantastic. Yeah, but do you really need that on a phone? Do you need, on that? It? Do you need it? No. Have you well, seen I mean, it on a phone? I have, okay. I have not. Samsung just, phones have had it for years. Oh, okay. OnePlus has it for years. Question. And it okay. looks amazing. Okay. It, is it is it as big of a difference as when you're on a 27-inch display? No. That, yeah, see, that's but what I was going to say. It, it makes the operating detectable. system feel... No, it is. It's exactly it, Everything feels faster. Okay. It just gives you an overall feeling of speed and fluidity. You can read icons as they move right. better. Like It genuinely is a big improvement. I mean, Kenan, hold on. We have, a, we have our residential office, Kenan. Hey, Kenan. You have an iPad, right? Yeah, dude. Oh, isn't it great <laughs> when the screen goes quick? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, so <laughs> 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 this just in, ProMotion is wonderful. Uh, but everyone expected it to be added that, this year. Oh, okay. That and they was, just didn't do it. They didn't because of 5G. Okay. So they, well, the battery draw from uh, 5G is already a lot more. Mm. The battery draw from having your screen run at twice the uh, refresh rate is yeah. strong, and that I don't would, think they were able to figure it out. Well, I... I'm looking at it from another perspective in my head and like a lot of the time, like I'm finding maybe this is just old man disease kind of thing, but like I, I'm getting to the point now where I hate having too many apps on this thing mm-hmm. and I almost want to just kill everything except for like the like key five to 10 apps, I would say, hmm. you know, like and just get rid of everything else. Because then you're going to like their the next product that they announced. What's that? The HomePod? No, the 12 mini. Oh, okay. It's essentially this, but smaller. Yeah. And like you could theoretically have a very bare bones but iPhone with it. This being your your phone that you just held up. Okay. Yeah. I. All right. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we'll see. On I don't. The, I just think that on the pro model of the phone, on the very best, I should get the very best screen technology that True. Apple can offer. True. I, I don't need it on yeah. every model. I agree. You could keep it off the twelve. On yeah, the twelve I mean, pro, keep, you should have the best screen. Right. I just feel very strongly about that. Yeah. But if they tested it in the field and then like for a beta test or whatever alpha test and they found the battery life was just getting destroyed, 
you probably have a lot of ticked off consumers. I agree. I just don't know how much I believe it. it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I also think, because think about it, from a marketing... Their, Q, their QA sucks. <laughs> well, no, I think, I think this way. I think that it's really easy to sell the first 5G iPhone, so why would you blow your load on two right. new features that are super big? Instead, you can say, hey, buy it this year for 5G. Right. Hey, buy it next year for, for this. The, the screen, yeah. Same with That's they probably true. The other thing they didn't do is they didn't adopt USB-C. It's still lightning. Oh, really? Everybody <laughs> expected USB-C. I know. That's but the one thing I thought would definitely change. But you know why they did it? Because I was going to ask you that. Next year, they'll do USB-C. <laughs> they just stagger out their features. More oh, 5G God. conspiracies. Which is just so frustrating to me because the if they would have made an iPhone with MagSafe, USB-C, and a 20, 120 hertz screen, like heck yeah, take my money, right? <laughs> take it all. Yeah. I, I, I think that would be a really innovative, amazing device, but uh, maybe not to most normal people, but for us, but definitely. that's why they call it the pro. That's right. why I'm so excited about this year because Apple is finally utilizing the pro moniker for so long. They had these devices that had the word pro after them, but they weren't professional weren't grade. They weren't, yeah, this is like the first time where like the pro only makes sense for professionals, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of nuts i don't know what are you gonna do what are you gonna do apple yeah apple come on move. apple make the phone i want make the phone that daniel wants <laughs> <laughs> it would be nice if you could actually module like have some sort of modular way of doing these things too i was thinking about it the other day there LG is a, did that did they yeah and nobody bought it it no not lg moto i'm sorry motorola did oh, that oh yeah motorola. And it flopped yeah it was bad <laughs> Because nobody wants to mess with that. That's you like, can't. You can't scale customization. That's the, the thing. Yeah. If I'm taking it off the camera and I'm That's, taking off all yeah. this shit, eventually I'm going to break it. Yep. Hundred <laughs> percent. And then I'm just going to be mad. It's, it's just yeah. going to create resentment towards the company. Because yeah. if you give me this thing that I can break all the time, and then right. you're going to tell me that you won't fix it, I'm just going to feel like I'm ripped off. Well, even think though about, I wasn't. Think about PCs. PCs are. That's the exact problem with PCs. Yep. That's the exact issue that most people can't get around that's why they you know they'll call a company like ours for advice on that because we have the ability to say oh no you just need this model yep go buy that and it's usually some dell product or hp or something for business you know it's business or lenovo you know it's all business class stuff but like business class modeling they keep that pretty i wouldn't say it's completely standardized but it's at least you know pretty predictable about what you're getting you know but yeah in in the consumer market, though, there are so many custom, like, the combinations and permutations are, you know. Yeah. There's just so many there's billions. I mean, well, probably it, trillions. I have no so idea. It's so easy to get burned. Yeah. It's so easy to buy a Windows computer from, like, of one of the big box stores where right. you're getting. It's pre-configured. It's ready to roll. Is that where you're going? Sorry. Well, I stole your thunder. Yes, but <laughs> at, at, to a detriment. Right. You end it up sucks. getting a garbage it's a PC. Piece of crap. You're paying eight hundred dollars for an I three and four gigs of RAM. Right. Like, and that's, that's crazy. And that's like it. No offense, but that's like, you know, well, actually offense, whatever. I, I think you know, big box stores do that. I just won't name any. But, you know, that that's something that's been the case forever. And like the first thing that when anybody buys something from a big uh, sorry, a PC from a big box consumer store, they my first recommendation is wipe it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like yep. wipe the so hard drive with clean. So much bloatware that it has so much run. crap on it that yep. you you can't eat. Like it's like and it'll ping you and notify you. Like it's gotten to the point now where it's you know we're slapping literal advertisements, especially HP masquerading as hey 
support notifications, yep. which is total garbage. Like, come on. Yep. Like that's it's, that's where I it's scammy the line. It is. It's scumbag stuff. Yep. It's like some legit scumbag. <laughs> it's like nobody wants nobody wants it. Well, that's why, like, anymore, I'm like, buy a Chromebook for, like, grandma. You know, we had that episode yep. where we talked about that already. But, like, I'll say it again. Buy a Chromebook because, you know what? You don't get all that crap. You don't have to worry about anything. Yep. Well, and <laughs> like, it's and it's because Google and Apple regulate their products. So right. it's not you just can't put Chrome OS on right. anything. You just right. can't put Mac OS on anything. Right. So when you go into a Best Buy and you go to buy a MacBook, that you they can't sell you a shitty MacBook because right. they don't it's exist. It's regulated. Yep. If they don't you, put their stuff on it. You can 100% go into Walmart and buy they have a brand called On ONN and they sell laptops of it. <laughs> you can go spend $400 on a Walmart laptop. Guess what? You should not do that. <laughs> I didn't know they made On laptops. Yes, they do. Holy shit. <laughs> the company Why is that, that makes so like, mind-blowing? Well, they like this company that makes like the piece of shit phone carriers in your oh, car really? that like fall apart no on oh, is notorious okay. for like poor quality it's walmart's great value electronics yeah, like brand like no, like, oh you can buy a dollar lightning cable hey, this i don't dabble in that market so it's hard for me to you know what i mean like i don't i, I don't only play know it because as someone you know i dabble we in know, it heavily we, we are tech people so in our families we have to fix everyone's tech problems yeah tech problems become exponentially more when everyone's frying their charging uh chip with right. a shitty cable and that's right. what on, on is like no oh like it's gosh. known for that you yeah, get an on cable you break it buy certified cables people i know it's more money but do it don't you, even just buy certified break. it's because that that's not enough the amount of people that fake those certifications oh okay if you i will only speak to an iphone because some of those androids have different chips the charging chip on an iphone is highly highly regulated if you don't buy an apple one you are yeah. really at risk of just breaking your charging chip interesting it will overload it it will break apple does it on purpose so they can fix more phones like yeah. it is it is a thing just pay the twenty dollars it's way better cable. than paying three hundred dollars for a right. logic board repair. Right, and if you treat the cables nice, they'll last you years. I mean, honestly, I've I have had, all I've cables my cables. From, yeah, like from two, three, four, five years ago, I yeah. think. Like whatever. I don't. Whenever lightning came became a thing, I've had. I have original ones still yeah. that are fine. You know what? I got some life hacks for you. Go out there. Go out and buy a roll of Velcro. <laughs> yeah, just a roll, and and just fold up your wires, and and Velcro them. Yeah, I keep every wire in my backpack velcroed together. Smart. I keep all my all my speaker wires at my house velcroed together, yeah. so that way it's not a rat's nest. It's not anything. Right. You'll keep them in better health because they're not twirled around something, breaking the connectors yep. and all that. Like that's probably the best advice you could give. I actually wrap mine like I self wrap them and like to pull a knot through. Like depends on self, how you wrap them. You know, Some people don't wrap cables correctly, yeah, and then they the ruin problem. their cables. Yeah. There is a proper way. If you ever want yep. to, go on YouTube and look up the proper way to wrap an XLR cable out there. If you yeah, ever want to learn. Just make, we just need to make our own video and stop yeah, pushing. If you'd like, go on Do the video. <laughs> so if you go on YouTube and look up Fetzer House Technology, there's one video of, of, me, of, <laughs> is there? of me and Austin <laughs> teaching you how to put a SIM card into a phone. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yep. I forgot you guys did that. <laughs> like an asshole that's for funny. making that video but Why? you know what 
No, I, people I, don't know. Like they people don't, don't even they know don't. that there's there's this little card in there that has to be put in the phone half the time. Mm-hmm. It's just done for them. They don't care. Well, I was. Know? I remember I told I put the camera on him and I was like, "We're gonna make this," and he's like, "Isn't this insulting?" I'm like, "Well, does is the is the SIM card in the phone?" Because I don't <laughs> think they know how. Like, and that's not like that's not like an insult to them. So no, no, that's not. It's not like when it's you're going really, through it really life. It's, it is. Nobody just, takes it you is aside. It is. Nobody know? takes you aside and goes, "Now one right. day you're going to get a phone." You have to put the paper clip in it to get the thing. That's not a thing. Like nobody tells you that. So. No, but so it was, you come to a company like ours, which that's not really even what we're about. I mean, we'll do it for commercial clients like that we have. But like you know, you, that's you go to the Geek Squad and bug them for crap yep. like that or whatever. I keep using the Geek Squad. I should probably stop. That, no, but. we love shitting on the Geek Squad. That everyone, everyone, <laughs> I want we, you to until know. Until we get sued. No, you can oh. talk about their services. All okay. day long. Everyone, the Geek Squad offers terrible services and you shouldn't do your business there. <laughs> We've like I, big... I can't uh, disagree. <laughs> <laughs> they will rob you for your money. They do. I mean, that's they're they're not in it for proactive maintenance. They're just trying to get you to come back and so, do something else to break so they can fix it. This is just Daniel's recommendation fix. hour, I guess, because okay, go on YouTube, look up a guy named Lewis Rossman. He repairs MacBooks. He hmm. tested Geek Squad like multiple times because Apple Apple named Best Buy and Geek Squad as an authorized service provider. Yeah, I knew that. There, I've had poor experiences in that. That's so what he I, did was yeah. this guy reports repairs boards and is like a savant with it. He's amazing, amazing. He repairs um, circuit boards like micro soldering and all that yes. kind of thing. Okay, he well, is. He's, a, he's pretty good. He's amazing. So what he did is he took a new MacBook and he broke three capacitors. He, he okay. fried them and he took it in and that should be a very simple fix for an authorized service. You should be able to yeah. open up and look at a board. I mean, sh- anyone here could look at a board and go, hey, that looks like it exploded. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know. I did that um, on a Samsung TV back in 2011. Yep. <laughs> you know, like. And after he took it to three different Best Buys and they all told him there was nothing wrong with it. Oh, my God. Wow. It just proves you get untrained people that you want right. to pay a it's a minimum a, wage. Yeah. And and this big is box something retailer. this is the fight for right to repair. This it is. Uh, yeah. I I am all for right to repair. I yeah. think it'd be great. Well, like honestly, that, cuz that's not even what we do as a court. Like we don't do computer repair. No. And and we can like we could do some light stuff, like some real light you know, tech repairs and yep. stuff, but I recommend they go to a, like an actual authorized provider, actually, you yep. know, like I really do like for, for the iPhones. Either and stuff, that especially. or an experienced technician. Right. Because there are people Find like somebody. Lewis out there who yeah. are not licensed. The but companies are, hate them, but right. he's going to do that's better the than the company's going to do it. I know. Oh, yeah. I know. I know. It's, I, I, it's, that's where I, uh, yeah. And that's where his fight is. I mean, that, that, that is know. a guy that's been in the courts fighting for right to repair. That's like right. one of his missions. And like his thing is like, yeah, like they legitimize him as a business when sure. he does the work better. Mm-hmm. He does the time to research their products and learn it. And then he gets demonized as if he's breaking devices. Right. And that is just terrible. Wild. Yeah. And it, I don't know. I don't know anything about his story versus them or whatever, but I can say that on principle alone, just that's just not right you know what what i thought was a really powerful argument for it was they that they had a similar argument with cars a long time ago where there were someone tried to say yeah. that if you hey if you if you fix your starter right you could blow up your car so you you we must make them go to the thing and everyone right. said get out of you know what they said they said that's what they said <laughs> they, they were not doing that so no. um and so it became this thing of like can you tell someone Scumbag. Can can you tell someone after they bought something you can't work on it? Yeah, what? And there's a regulation on you it. You can't. 
Well, that's, what, that's, what they think, have, that's what they came with. Yeah. With cars, they cannot say that. You are able to modify your car. You can do whatever you want to that car. Sure, the car might explode. It's your fault. You right. move on with it. And you can charge them for repairs to fix it if yep. they want. You know what I mean? Like, yep. if you want, they want you to fix it, you can charge them for that. There's no problem with that either. They sell like, you parts. They make it available. But that's why... That's also why, like, I don't understand the car model. I mean, I do kind of in a way, but, like, I like... Like, I, I remember a couple experiences, and we, you know, I have to be kind of careful we, we full disclosure we have car dealerships as clients so um and they're they're great people honestly um and they do great work for you know different brands but i think that the days of like you take your car into the service repair shop like i was thinking about that the other day and how we do business with our like how we do our software as a service so you know we we basically provide a service for you at a, at a monthly cost and you know anything above that you know out not outside the scope, but anything like that's changes or projects, you know, or, or billable hours or on-site stuff, all that's billable. But you get a reduced rate with that. Yep. And that's kind of where I wish the car companies would do that, right? Like the dealerships. I think there's an opportunity there, just like in managed services for IT, managed services for automobiles could be a thing. Like they have that. Pay, They do have that? Pretty who, much. Who has that? I don't... Mercedes has it. Do they? Um, I, it's what I drive. So I don't know about that. So it's different. <laughs> like, you, you're just not, it's not new enough. It's, oh, it's, it's, a, it's a new, new enough thing. That, that like, makes sense. Well, okay. okay that let makes me, sense. Let me make sure I understand what you're saying <clears throat> first before maybe I'm wrong. But like, so like kind of like, okay, so you get this thing and then you can get kind of like a service plan. Yeah, it's a thing, service and plan. Then they, so yeah, so most new cars, if you buy them, BMW does this too. It's gonna you you basically add on a plan. So you, it's okay. kind of like a managed service contract. You you say, hey, for ten years and hundred thousand miles, let's say, right? I want you to cover. Um, you can do bumper to bumper. You can do drivetrain. Right. You can do you oil. Can do, yeah, like all sorts all of things. And so that I think that is a thing for the most part. Mm. It's just I know that. I thought, outrageously I thought it was, expensive. Is it really? The, I could see how it could be. And right but. now, I'm only speaking for European dealerships. That I, I have never purchased. I'd have never owned a North American car. I don't know about their dealerships or their rates. But I know, like, for a BMW shop around here, right? if you go to Dreyer and Reinbold, it's four twenty five an hour for one of them to look at your car. Yeah, that's... That seems reasonable. If me, I honestly. take it to a I mean, BM, if I take it to Reggie's in Noblesville, who's been working on the cars longer and has more experience, yeah, it's one hundred and eighty. Sure. So yeah. it's like, it, yeah, these contracts sure. exist, but often it's the third party ones that are better, like Carmax. Carmax, Carmax is, does a good has one, a, yeah. has the best warranty on the yeah, market. It's crazy. It's amazing. I remember looking at that. If you buy a car through there, they basically take care of whatever. Yeah, <laughs> like, but it's interesting because they they use they it as care. they use it as warranty. They they phrase it as a warranty, but it's not a warranty because a warranty like covers a like a product fault. Like right, that would right. be like, oh, the car messed up because of the car. But right. like these are these are plans where you could hurt the car. Like you could shift wrong in your M3 and mess up the transmission, and it would be under that. Like they call it a they warranty. Just fi- they just fix it. Yeah, but it's it's really is just a service mm. plan. Yeah. Well, they have so many cars going through their their doors. They can probably get. They have so many junkers, like parts. You yep. know what I mean? I'm thinking about like how they're how that system, that ecosystem is working. It's interesting, very interesting. Yeah, yeah, especially with um, with a lot of the ones like, especially when you get into like Volkswagens and stuff, because Volkswagen mm-hmm. Group owns Audi and they own uh, Lamborghini, and right. they so a lot of the parts like if you have a Q8 
and it breaks. Now they have that part for the Urus. They have that for the right. SQA. For the, like for the yeah, they, it's. I actually think the car service game is like really interesting, in the yeah. way it's because like for a lot of for anyone that doesn't know like the way they make money is each job has a book time. So there's like a service manual. So like let's say you're gonna do, um, rear brakes on a. 03 325i right there is a quoted time let's say it's five hours right so as the mechanic it's your job to get that done quicker because you the customer pays for book time and then you do your time right and the difference there is how much the shop makes and so it makes sense i think it's cool because it entices people to be really good at their job yeah like it's like if you're great you make more you do it yeah if you do it well people are going to come back and do better yep so I, i don't know interesting yeah, that is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being a dork. Uh, yeah, I got nothing else to talk about. Should we do, no. should we wrap it? Yeah, no, we're about kill we're, it. We're about at the hour. It's All amazing right, how the natural flow of the podcast is like. Once the hour hits, like everyone's just like, yeah, I think we did yeah. it. Yeah, I talked about. I can't like, talk. I can't talk things. anymore. Yeah, I got to go on sales calls this afternoon, and I'm already talked out. So that's gonna be fun. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Um, I want to thank everyone for watching. I want to thank Josh for flying in just for this podcast. No other reasons. He's here just to record this podcast. Just the podcast. Uh, that's right. Hopefully my sound quality won't suck in yeah, the future we're, after this. Crazy. We're getting him outfitted with some audio yeah. gear. So we the last can, two episodes have been kind of... Hopefully the next terrible. time you hear him remotely, he sounds crisp it's, and clear. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. Thank Thanks you for, for joining watching listening watching oh watching i said oh my god you said watching a couple times thank now. you for listening thank you for listening maybe someday we'll do a video of this but not yeah, today eventually we'll stream it one day yeah goodbye one day